and dude he beat a guy to death you know which i'm oh, all Pelosi's for he's 81 well when you drink when you drink the uh, wicked witch juice you know she's yeah. gonna outlive all of us from the mountains to the east to the caves to the west you're listening to the real wth show Fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. The quality, consistency, and the price. What is up, everybody? Welcome gobble to gobble. episode. Do you say Top Gun? No, I said Gobble Gobble. Gobble 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 Gobble. Everybody, uh, hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Because uh, we're we're not smart. We don't record ahead of the um, show. Well, we could have, but, but yeah. someone had to someone... reach souls late what? in the year. Whatever. <laughs> it's episode number 96 dude we are four away from a milestone a true in the end of the year yeah and it should be like a, I, I truly think like a holiday like they should make it like a perfect like take time off work for those yeah. of you who still work i i just might do that go for it <laughs> um but yeah dude we're i am tommy you're wilson sitting at episode number 96 the real wth show and Dude, how are you doing, man? How was your Thanksgiving? I'm good. It was good. Last time didn't we talked, cooked, didn't have to clean. There you go. None but, of that. but did you catch your food? Is a question. I did not. I haven't even seen the turkeys since the season started. So, oh, yeah. Because remember last time on. you were talking about the pricing and everything and how, yeah. You were, and I was just kind of curious if you ended up catching one. Well, I'm sure if you did, I would have seen a picture. Yeah, probably. So, what do you guys end up having? Uh, we went to Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Which I found out it's a lot better in the South on Thanksgiving than it is over here because we get in there, right? 11 o'clock. We get there, sit down, and uh, they don't bring us any menus. I was like, what the heck? Where's the menus at? Took them like 25 minutes to come up to our table, too. And I've been to this one before, and there's been very good service before like they come up and talk right away arden way no oh okay no. this is the one in rockland by oh. fast pro oh okay so it takes them like 25 minutes and then she comes up and she goes wow they didn't bring any menus and i was like i know where are they at she goes oh well they're only doing the thanksgiving meal that's it um so are, are you guys okay with that i was like oh lana's like well i guess we'll have to be now, and, who's Lana? Is that your sister? Oh, that <laughs> no, she was there too, though. Um, uh, but yeah, they, they they wouldn't. They only gave us the the turkey dinner that came with like stuffing, and it was turkey stuffing, some like green beans, and like sweet potatoes or something like that. And I mean, but it wasn't that bad. What, isn't that what you're gonna have anyway? No, they they have for the holidays. They have a. Uh, chicken fried turkey meal. Okay. 
and I kind of I wanted that one. And um, this meal was fifteen dollars. The like straight across, just fifteen dollars per person, and you got a slice of pie at the end too, and a drink. Um, and then they had like smaller kids' meals that were the, the same exact thing basically. But um, as we're eating, like we're finishing up and everything, and I look over at the table, like two tables away from us, and they got there like 10 minutes after we did, right? The server, their server, different person, is bringing them out like regular menu items. I was like, what the heck? And I was like, they got here after us. They definitely shouldn't have had a menu. So that person, like maybe they gave them menus. I don't know. And then some people sat down right next to us. And it was a different server that went to their table and I could hear her talking. She goes, yeah, so we're trying to just only serve the turkey meal. But if you guys really don't want that, I can get you a menu and you can order regular meals. I was like, what? Wow. Yeah. And then I found out because my parents went to Cracker Barrel too in Tennessee. I know we were all supposed to FaceTime together, but you failed. You didn't get the memo. Oh, no, I told me. But uh, yeah, their turkey meal thing, they could order whatever they wanted, but their turkey meal thing that they had in Tennessee Twelve dollars, three dollars less over there than it was here. Yeah. Well, now, why did you guys all decide to go to Cracker Barrel? Were you guys like literally? Like, did you guys Facetime each other at the same time? No. You oh, guys just wanted to have the same so. same meal, like you guys were all together. No, I just, I mean, it was easier. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to make a bunch of stuff. Don't have to clean up. You know. Yeah. So we'll see. That's like, and it wasn't horrible either. I mean, it was. It was. Cracker Barrel's never disappointed in anything they've had. Yeah. The place is amazing. Um, I don't, we have one here. I haven't eaten the, at the one here yet. And there's one in Charleston that I ate at. And it, it, I don't remember the pricing, but it wasn't during the holiday when I went. So I wouldn't know. Yeah. It's um, pretty good. But I just, I just showed... would have liked to order that one. Like that was the meal that I wanted was the chicken fried turkey, you know, like. Yeah, like chicken, yeah, chicken fried steak or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but turkey instead. That's what I wanted, but I didn't get it. Yeah. Well, I I actually showed you a picture. I smoked a turkey breast. I started it at ten in the morning. Remember a year ago when I did it, I ruined it because my smoker was new, and I'm so used to grilling that I'm always out there checking it, which you don't do. You just leave yeah. it and don't open it. So I'm like, okay. So I guess what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put it on there. And I'm just going to do housework or whatever, prep the sides for the other stuff. And then Wait set my the timer to go up. Yep. And then it stalled at 145, the temperature. I'm like, uh Oh, what do I do now? And then basically everyone just said, just wait. I'm like, but it's not cooking. It's been an hour. And then all of a sudden it breaks past that stall point. Then it started going up. I'm like, okay, cool. I got it to 155 and they said, pull it at 155, even though it's supposed to be at 165 wrap it and it, it'll actually cook it uh, off the grill to 165 it'll keep cooking and i did that we like a half an hour i checked it again 165 i'm like oh dude i'm doing it, I'm doing it. and this thing looked beautiful like amazing and uh my you know my wife she she's very um critical on her turkey she's like oh it's a little dry turkey is always kind of dry it's the driest of like all did you brine birds it? Huh? No, I did. Well, when it, it, no, I didn't brine it, but when you buy it frozen, it's like frozen in like this little brine thing um, or oh. whatever, but it's not like a, a flavored brine. It's like a salt solution, which is weird because I took the turkey out and put it in the fridge on Saturday 
And yesterday morning when I woke up, I went in the fridge to fill it. I'm like, dude, this thing's still frozen. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what the heck? Did someone put it back in the freezer? No one did. They left it there. And what it was is I was feeling the, uh, I guess there's like a, a gravy packet in there that I was filling. But when I opened the turkey up, it was still frozen. And I'm like, okay, I know you're not supposed to leave it on the counter or put it in warm water. They say, just open it up. Uh, and for every pound that your turkey is, leave it in like cold water for 30 minutes, empty it, cold water again, empty it for every pound. I did that for like three hours. And then it got to a point to where it was, okay, well, this thing is thawed out. We're good. Yeah. Uh, Cause essentially you're putting it in cold water. Like you would a brine, just no flavor. And yeah. it turned out good. My wife liked it. It turned out juicy. Brussels sprouts turned out amazing. Everything turned out great. It was good. I was cooking from like 10 in the morning till about 5.30. Yeah, dude, it was a cooking machine. I'm also very uh, anal about the kitchen. So Excuse while, me. yeah, you, you heard me right. I, okay. I clean while I cook. So that's, just, that's what separates me fr from the other women in, in my household is uh, I don't walk away and just have a massive amount of dishes. Yeah, I walk away being like, okay, only the dishes that have the food in it are good. Therefore, when I'm all done eating, I can sit on the couch and go, okay, I cooked. How about you guys go put the food away? That way I don't have to sit here and be like, well, I'll do the dishes. You know, see, fellas, it's all part of the out. plan. Just, just do it. Just it'll make your life a whole lot easier. Trust me. But yeah, dude, happy Thanksgiving, my friend. Uh, another year i'm thankful for you sent you a little message yesterday and you said oh yeah you too which was awesome you know you're a man of few words but well, still yeah i mean why why you already said happy thanksgiving well it'd be weird if i said it'd be like you'd be like oh did you get my message or not you 20 know bu 20 bucks you sent ryan a longer message no i probably sent him the same thing Ooh, you hear that ryan <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like copied and pasted actually i think you guys both sent me the same exact thing uh i said happy thanksgiving broham oh, it should be right there it should be in your favorites this is my space of your top eight. Oh, he said he said brother not broham okay well it was close yeah well you know i'm still the favorite i guess well, speaking yeah. of brohams beers and cheers You almost had that one, Wilson. I tried. I see your face. Oh, I well. forgot. I'm not supposed to open it until I show you. Actually, I can just send you the pictures now. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I took them, but I, I knew you were going to love this artwork. So I didn't. I wanted your like immediate, you know, reaction to it. Oh, actually, I don't even think I've. I have to edit them real quick. Dude, your dad just sent me a funny text. I don't know if I should read it on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> he says, I'm glad I could make you chuckle to your day. Or I'm glad I could bring a chuckle to your day. You may continue, sir. Anchorage Brewing Company caged. Okay. Okay. Now here's the artwork for it. There we go. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the artwork. First of all, let's talk about you know, the, uh, it looks like you're not holding anything right now. It looks like <laughs> 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 this is I get the picture. So people know Wilson's actually holding his beer right now. 
he has this uh he he updated his uh it's like uh what do you call it the uh where they blur out the uh the brands and stuff in like tv shows oh yeah that's what it looks like because wilson uh updated his studio area and he mm-hmm. uh has a different version of zoom right now that he's able to do some fun stuff with and he blurred his background so it's blurring everything but himself so did you already say who who the beer is and what it's from uh this is caged from anchorage brewing company which i've never heard of before but they are from anchorage alaska exactly i was thinking it was nicholas um, cage who what where uh but this is a double ipa 8.4 percent um doesn't say any ibus or anything it has no description either so you know what that means yeah no description but the artwork is what caught my eye on this one actually i have another one from them too and i got that one because of the artwork too so next week we'll do that one um but it's it's pretty cool. It's got a rib cage um, that has some like leaves and flowers sticking out of it. Um, and then it's also got a crow or raven maybe sitting on top. And then there's like a rabbit like trying to come out of the rib cage and also a wolf, coyote, something like that with something in its mouth. I don't know what it is. It looks like a I don't know what that is. It like he could like be biting. Might... It looks like he could be biting the bone, like to get out. Maybe, and it looks like there is a a paw to the right of him, trying to like claw its way out. Oh, I see it, and it's in the yeah. second rib cage. That's yeah. It's one of those. It's cool because it's one of those um like artwork things where you feel like you could see other th- pictures within the picture. Yeah, that's that's cool though. I like I like that art. You know that artwork was was actually hand drawn by somebody, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but I, think I got all right their, here. I think all their artwork is. Oh, okay. Where'd you get it at? I got this. Um, you know, on Sierra College, as you're coming up to Rockland Road, there's yeah. like a little liquor store right there. Every time I've driven by, it's, it says like bottle shop on the side or something. Okay. But every time I've driven by it, I'm like, oh, I got to stop there and see what they got. It's just a little like hole in the wall place, but they're, they were super nice and they had a ton of beer. And they have single cans of everything, and you have to get a four pack, but okay. um, you can mix and match any of the cans. Okay, so, yeah, I'm telling you, Sunset Mark too has some cool cans. That, oh yeah, that's I've been there before. Um, it says right here on Untapped uh, Style IPA Imperial Double, uh, brewed with Galaxy, Motika, and Mosaic hops. That's really the only description that it has. Juicy, hazy, creamy grassy yeah it's definitely hazy it's weird that it doesn't say it's a double hazy ipa it just says double ipa but it's definitely hazy because i can see it and it's Um, not showing any ibus on here either it is it is juicy it's got like a fruity flavor to it but it does have a very good bitter bitterness at the end i like it what would you give that beast this one's gonna be a 4.25 4.25 that's that's a good that's a good one for you i mean artwork could bump it up just by that alone but i'm i'm gonna try and go off the flavor and it it's got a good flavor to it if you like ipas you'll definitely like this yeah sorry um he has to you know check his phone while we're recording no big deal you're gonna be mad 
in, in like a couple of seconds. So you could find that on untapped as we speak. I went ahead and updated it as we are doing it. And Wilson was so rude thinking I was just texting somebody when I'm actually doing, you I know, just quality said you were work on your here. phone. Said yeah. you were on your phone. You're being you a were. smart Alec. Let's talk about this out in public. What do you really think of me? Huh? <laughs> what, what? I, can't, I can't say that. Yeah. This is a family show. Yeah. So I'm just drinking my, I actually have something today, but it's nothing special. Uh, just my key lime clear American, you know, water uh, from good old Wally world. We haven't really, we bought like a bunch last time. So we haven't ventured out to buy anything new because um, trying to stay away from the stores right now because of black Friday and uh, just trying to polish off the waters that I currently have. Um, however, I do, ha- I did try this one thing. Uh, the rock came out with like this sugar-free oh, energy yeah, drink that. called yeah. Zoa or whatever. And I tried it. It's not bad, actually. Um, the the original flavor is better than like their lime and their orange. Uh, it kind of tastes like just kind of like a, I guess like a Red Bull, but sugar-free. It's pretty good. I like it. They're fairly cheap. Um, you know, I have those on hand for those days where I drive a lot in a day. So but of course, you know, we got I my water every day. Yeah. Well, not recently. Yeah. So, um, you know, he, his plan landed. He's back from the holidays and figure I'll let him speak a little bit. It's cold. And that's what I call high quality H2O. Thanks, Robert. Robert Boucher, everyone. You know, he's just a swell guy. So today's cheers. Uh, first of all, we're going to, um, you know, cheers our, our listeners. We, we're very thankful for you guys. You know, it's awesome that we have even a fan, which is crazy thinking about this thing, let alone the fan, the fang. Oh, where are you, Melky? Thank you, everybody. The fang. Just it's kind of what keeps this thing going. It's kind of fun. Uh, but I want to cheers this guy. Now, we've been talking the past last week about the whole written house thing and then second amendment. But this is uh, I got this from Ladder with Crowder. Love him or hate him. I love him, but this is uh, from his website. Home intruder attacks 82-year-old veteran's wife, gets bludgeoned to death by the veteran. So doesn't uh, necessarily uh, hold back. So he went ham on this guy. Um, and it says, um, you're about to read a unique twist on a good guy with a gun story, a niche yet very important genre. Home intruder tried breaking into the home of Herbert Parrish, 82-year-old Vietnam veteran. The thug allegedly pulled out a knife and attacked Parrish's wife, Lois. The veteran feared for both their lives. The only way this would end was for the home intruder to be the only one who walked out of the house. Did I read that right? Yeah. That's when the vet put the greatest in greatest generation. He grabbed his gun. Shots weren't fired, but the thug home intruder is no longer among the living. Um, Pistol whipped him to death? (laughs) I think we're getting there, my friend. What? Parrish said... He then hit the intruder with the handle of the firearm until the intruder was unconscious. I started hitting him in the head with the barrel, and I know I must have hit him at least 10 times right in the face, just as hard as I could hit him, said Parrish. And right below that is a picture of uh, Denzel Washington going, my man. <laughs> it says, the intruder was pronounced dead that, that evening due to the injuries. When I read the headline, the version that played in my head was of the veteran beating the thug to death with his own hands wiping his hands off with a handkerchief, looking down at the now deceased thug and saying, I told you not to interrupt golden girls. 
For some reason, I picture the man being played by Ed Asner. Still, saving the day by beating someone with a gun is still pretty badass. If I were his grandson, I'd be bragging to my friends. Cheers to you, Mr. Parrish. You better not be paying for a single whiskey at the VFW this weekend. Um, <laughs> but, dude, that's awesome. I mean, And what's funny is, if you really truly think about it, this dude's 82 doing that. How old Biden? 80? I think he's 80. If he he talked about running again next term, and I think they said he'd be 84. So, yeah, he's either 80 or 81 right now. I couldn't picture him doing this. Okay, Google. How old is Joe Biden? 79 years old. 79. Even better. This guy's older than him. And, dude, he beat a guy to death, you know, which I'm oh, all Pelosi's for. He's 81. <laughs> well... When you drink, when you drink the uh, wicked witch juice, you know she's yeah. gonna outlive all of us. Um, she's like on the hocus pocus, making that potion to yeah. suck the life out of kids or something. Don't light the black flame candle, everyone. We all know that. Uh, but yeah, this guy's a stud. Don't mess with him for reals. So, uh, what's his name again? Uh, Herbert Parrish. We're gonna give you the real WTH cheers. 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 I love the way Crowder writes. This is like a reality show. Like you can't show the brand of the beer. Dude, I already said that. (laughs) Gosh, I already said that. Look, it's like a sneak peek of (laughs) Koozie. It's it's weird. It's throwing me off. I keep thinking there's alcohol in my drink. I'm like, why is everything fuzzy out of focus on Wilson's (laughs) area? I don't get it. So, yeah, we got some cool stuff uh, planned today. Um, We're going to have a guest on a little bit. Yeah, it's a holiday, so we're going to have some trivia, you know, because that's what we do for the holidays. It'll be her quick in and out. She's gone. She's hanging out with Morticia after this. Yeah. yeah. Because Mrs. Claus will uh, be here soon. Mrs. Claus, yeah. What I wanted to talk about was something that was, uh, you know, they kind of tie together. But I'm going to start with. uh... The Real WTH Show presents Earthly Oddities. So this popped up in my headline. This is through, uh, you know, the very, very safe family loving city of Chicago, WGN nine. This is from their website. Um, Skeleton of new dinosaur species discovered in Missouri. You're throwing me off, dude. Wilson just (laughs) waving at the camera right now playing with that background. It's so confusing. Um, So it says, uh, St. Or yeah, I said St. Louis. Scientists have discovered the bones of a dinosaur in Missouri and its new genus, genus, G-E-N-U-S. What is I actually that? saw this story. You did? Well, I found it before you. Um, never. No, I think before. I have it saved in here. I just haven't said it yet. Oh, okay. How you some people? Sometimes I mean, do. Do you have an earthly audio? He goes, yeah. And we this is like we do this all on the spot. We don't talk about what it is ahead of time. And I think there's only like two times in in the show's history where you stole it from me or i stole it from you i'm like dang it it's the one i had um it makes it all fun part of the part of the game yeah um paleontologist guy darrow discovered the juvenile skeleton of a uh, parasaurus missouri this is funny it's because it's from missouri i just realized that parasaurus missourianus in the show me state uh, the specific location of the finding is being kept secret until the site can be secured. I can't imagine anything that's more impressive than what we discovered here. 
a new genus. Uh, I say can. Genus. What's that? Remember the story I brought to you about the the park ranger that found all those fossil or bones in that yeah. giant pile. Uh huh. There's like a 1,200 pound salmon in that pile. Oh yeah, I wonder if it's good. I don't know. Can you imagine catching that beast? Yeah, smoking it like a Goliath grouper. Maybe that's what maybe that's what uh, Jesus fed everybody with. It was like <laughs> the one fish, the, the loaves and fishes, and he just the one fish fed five thousand. Whatever it was, it was that that was it. Um, a new genus of spe- in species, uh, its world famous discovery, said Darrow. Remains of the duck-billed dinosaur. Oh, great! It's like Kim Kardashian, like ooh. Um, which measures measures you a, set a speg- cup on its butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, which measure a staggering 25 to 30 feet long, have not been found anywhere in the United States. When Darrell found the juvenile dinosaur skeleton, he had it transported to St. Genevieve Museum Learning Center. Then he called Chicago's Field Museum with the big news. I eventually talked to Pete McAvicky, curator of the dinosaurs at the Field Museum. He came down and looked and said, yeah, you guys got dinosaurs. (laughs) Not only did McAvicky and his team start digging in Missouri, they found an adult parasaurus missourianus right next to the juvenile this is in fact a remarkable site in one of the best dinosaur locals east of the great plains um michael vicky said he has dug up dinosaurs all over the world however he calls a missouri site one of the most unique he believes it's likely other dinosaurs will be found here the find is 80 years in the making the original owners of the property found bones in the 1940s the bones were sent to the smithsonian later confirmed to be that of a dinosaur but nothing ever developed that's pretty cool, though. I mean, they're finding more stuff uh, in, I mean, like, what was it, the beginning of what, Jurassic Park? They found, like, the beginning raptors. That was, like, a yeah. Utah or it was, like, some desert area. Yeah, somewhere. So they're finding these in more uh, local areas, I guess. What I like is, is cool is, like, when you go over, like, was it Europe? Wherever the catacombs are. I can't remember where that's at. Is that Italy? Rome or whatever? I just know John Wick. Yeah. Oh, John Wick. Yeah. Love that guy. Good friend of the show. Yeah. Um, Cause if we don't, he'll kill us. Um, but basically, <laughs> you know, guy. awesome guy. Love the guy. Great dog too. Too soon. Um, but basically the, uh, when they dig through those catacombs and they find all those like skeletons down there and stuff, that's pretty cool. Um, this is pretty neat finding it in more, uh, I guess, non-rural areas. So they're finding it more, you know, in, I wonder if there's dinosaur bones on my property. You know, I, honestly, I truly believe that if you dig down deep enough, you will find something. Something. Because um, they, they roam the earth, dude. I mean, yeah. but then again, the chances of one dying exactly where you're at could be, you know, different. I mean. My luck would find like a human body or something. Yeah, it'd be fantastic for you. <laughs> be on the news. Dude, Wilson, there's a, there's a drone above your house. Like, what's going on? It's like Brian Laundry. Like just chilling in your backyard. Do you see they determined it was a self-inflicted gunshot wound? Yeah, I probably could have told them that. But yeah. I don't I know if, if it's that self-inflicted. Means, uh, oh, maybe. Maybe it was his parents or something, or maybe the dad. I'm leaning towards that, dude. Honestly. The parents knew something about it. Yeah. Like, you know what? We're gonna have one last hurrah with you. We're gonna take you camping, but this is it. Have fun. Here's a gun. Yeah. Then we're gonna put you down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little yeller out um i mean nothing to joke about i mean sadie took a girl's life but you know that guy's not breathing so 
yeah. I'm not shedding a tear for him anytime soon. Yeah, I think it's cool. We're finding a lot more of these things. I'm actually surprised, like it's like we haven't come up with like remember in uh I think they were doing it in the movie Tremors, but they also did it in Jurassic Park where they shoot that uh it's like a shotgun thing. They shoot it and it sends like a sound wave down there and it's like an x-ray because something oh, yeah. will bounce back an image. I'm surprised with today's technology. We just can't like just go around and start doing that wherever we go just to find things. Sure we could, but it's because like they, I think they do that in Oak Island too. Curse of Oak Island, those guys. Yeah. But it's expensive. And yeah. I think conditions have to be right too. So Yeah. It's just interesting. Like, I mean, I'm also like, I think it's funny because we're so concerned about like all the dinosaurs we find like in the, the ground, the, the dirt that there's probably actually still living dinosaurs in the ocean, just deeper than we've ever been able to go. And we just don't know it. Yeah. Haven't you seen the Meg? Yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. I really yeah, do. In too. fact, uh, I own it and I think I need to have my wife watch it with me. She didn't watch it on your little anniversary trip? No, no, no. She was outside, like sitting on the deck, looking at the ocean. And I'm looking at the movie of what's in the ocean that can just looking. jump out and get her. I'm trying to protect her. Exactly. I'm just trying to protect her. I was yeah. taking notes. And I knew if, if I follow Jason Statham's lead, I'll be fine. Yeah. So a while back, um, we talked about the uh i'm gonna segue this um because i find it very ironic it's like they were able to think of the future so remember like us we, we predict the future a lot exactly but th these yeah. people i think did the whole area 51 thing the raid on area 51 yeah right everyone's like oh that's so stupid it's not gonna happen you know and then these these people are supposed to be like i guess you would say like anti-heroes right of like trying to find out the truth and being vigilant okay do you remember the name of the people that were supposed to be vigilant like the people who were gonna storm it yeah what they called them i can't remember it's like they predicted the future they were called kyle's really yeah huh <laughs> i was like wait why does it sound so familiar that i look back and I'm like, oh my gosh you're called kyle's they were like the muscles that were gonna like storm like like the naruto runners yeah that yeah. was then they're called Kyle's. Huh. I'm like, huh, Rittenhouse. Huh, weird. I'll be darned. Except he yeah. was way off from uh, Area oh. 51. I've seen I've seen so many like funny memes come out. It showed like Kyle Rittenhouse in front of the in front of the courthouse afterwards. And it goes, due to like cutbacks and policing, they sent Kyle Rittenhouse to protect the courthouse during his verdict. <laughs> but you know what's funny about the whole thing? is since the last time we talked, the verdict came out and he's found um, not guilty in all charges, which is exactly what right. should have happened. Yeah. Um, and now he's going to be a millionaire. Congratulations, sir. Um, yeah. Do you like that interview with Tucker Carlson? I so did. Have you had any, any plans on, you know, uh, taking these people to court who have defamed your name and all this stuff? He goes, I have some really good lawyers who are working on that right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing is, is, um, it's sad because you know his his life is kind of messed up right now. But he he did meet Trump. The picture of him yeah. with Trump, I'm like that's awesome. Um, if you I gotta go funny, to Mira Lago, I, dude, dude, I want a vacation there so bad. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is uh, what's funny about the whole thing is 
everyone who, and I, I don't say everyone, cause I really haven't had a whole lot of conversations with people about this. Cause my conversations with them were basically just me blowing up my Facebook feed and like, just not reading any comments after that. But, you know, I, I was like super stoked that he was found innocent because that was a huge thing for our second amendment. And I see people saying, Oh, you know, that's racism, which I still don't get how that was even remotely racist. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse did say in an interview that he's he is for the Black Lives Matter movement. See, here's the thing: I'm not for that group because that group is a terrorist organization. And a I think he, I don't think he was talking about the group. He okay. was talking about the movement. Okay, not... yeah. See that right there, I'm fine with, but that particular yeah. group, I'm not okay with. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, okay, so if I'm so racist for that why am I equally as ecstatic about what happened to Ahmaud Arbery and that conviction? What I'm happy about is the parents of Ahmaud Arbery. Yeah. What they said afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but then I thought about it too. I asked my wife, I was like, well, how come he can say, you know what? It's not just black lives that matter. It's all lives. All lives matter. Yeah. And how come it's okay for him to say that? But other people have said that and they've got, uh, labeled as racist. I think it's because it's coming from someone who's um, been on the other end of that uh, social spectrum, I guess you would say. Yeah. Because um, they would assume like we, they would assume like we were privileged. So we can't say that. But when you have someone else say it, it's okay, which I, I, I know where you're coming from. I do. Yeah. It, um, that, that just bugs me. Like, yeah. I, I really enjoyed listening to his parent or his dad, I guess, basically. Yeah. I don't think his mom said anything, but his dad, like what he said, it was, it was good. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's how it needs to be. But, right. And the thing uh, is, is that, that Ahmaud Arbery thing, um, that honestly, that case should have had in my mind more um, of a coverage than the Rittenhouse one. The Rittenhouse one was open and closed. Like there's so much evidence that shows yeah. one another arbory one, but I because I watched that video many times. I mean, yeah, look, I've, I still feel like technically, according to the laws in Georgia, they shouldn't have gotten convicted of murder because of the way that the laws are there. Like the it was it's stand your ground. Um, but the thing is, you can't stand your ground when you're chasing a guy. They were chasing him as a thing. I think. It's they don't have the duty to retreat though, there. You see, so I, I they, don't know the I don't know the laws. All I know as a human, from from what I heard, it, I I'm pretty sure that's how it was. And if that's the way it was, they shouldn't have gotten convicted of murder. Um, some something else. They should have been convicted of something, but um, I don't I don't know if it was should have been murder. But yeah, because for me, judging by that video, I mean, um. Let me clarify this. Real Sorry, quick. okay, go ahead. They they did murder him. Like yeah. they, they should not have have chased him down at all. But yeah. I'm saying, according to the laws, I don't think they should have been convicted of murder. Yeah, because as like as far as uh, like the video I saw, like if it was me, like every state I lived in, you know, it's basically even especially as like a security guard is, you know, you could pull your gun on someone, but once a threat leaves you holster it that's it you don't go after him and let's just and then let yeah was was he robbing or, or burglarizing house i don't know um let's say he was 
um that is a that's not a death sentence it's not a death sentence yeah and they're all well he grabbed the gun okay fair enough he grabbed the gun now if i was being chased down by three guys and i'm running away they're still chasing me and they're pointing a gun at me and they're literally chasing me down still pointing the gun at me and like fire i think one of them might have fired a shot off on the ground like yeah i'm gonna try to fight for my life at that point because i'm like okay i'm obviously leaving and so i think they got it right now so you have you, we have right now in our in our country we have three different systems. We have the Rittenhouse one, okay, which I think awesome, jury convicted correctly. We have the uh, Ahmad Arbery case, which I don't really need to lend any credits to those three guys, their names. I think one was a former cop, but I don't need to lend any credits to their name. So I call it the Ahmad Arbery case. Uh, jury got that one right. Now we have the biggest one of all that's not going to get televised because it's a federal case, which which is the Jelaine Maxwell one with uh the former wife or girlfriend or whatever of Epstein. Yeah. And that one's not going to be televised, which is because it's a federal case. So a lot of people are sitting there like, well, why is that one on TV? Again, it's a federal case. They don't put federal cases on TV. Now uh, that thing, that one right there, that needs to be like, if you can't televise it, it needs to be, and see how I say this. It needs to be the day after uh, not closing arguments, but the day that after the day is done in court that day, they need to say, here's what happened in court today. Here's the pictures that were drawn up of it right there. However, how can I trust what the media yeah. is telling me that happened in that court? Yeah. When it's you have all going to be biased, right? When you have basically going to be an opinion piece, right? Exactly. So when you have MSNBC chasing down jury jurors buses, and and being biased i can't trust that i need to physically see what happened in the courtroom yeah. um on my own that's why oj trial that's why i was like okay i kind of have my mind made up um and there's other trials that were televised you know and wasn't oj in cocoon was he in- uh naked gun you're thinking of uh wilford brimley friend of the show yeah, i think i think oj was in that movie in cocoon think so diabetes wilford brimley everybody and, and wilson let me know before the show he died last year i had no idea yeah. i don't know hey, steve gutenberg's in that i forgot <laughs> <laughs> there we go steve lava lantula greatest movie ever made yeah don't you mean uh, the greatest movie in the world yeah wasn't that long again though it was, was that in the pre- yeah <laughs> we got to do a, we got to do another movie uh uh review podcast on something funny i know you mentioned something but what clown nato or clown tsunami or something like that no no zombie tsunami zombie tsunami you need to watch it dude what is it, it is, on it is great What's it, it was on, on uh, sci-fi i know what where, where can i get sci-fi i don't know i i watched it on my on demand for dish for sci-fi see, I, I i don't get that out here i'll, I'll find it somehow bit torrent oh do people still Hold do that? Torrents? Do people still do that? Remember that? Like LimeWire and oh. Napster? Oh, yeah. You know why they call it Napster? It's because I was sleeping when he stole it from me. Okay, Seth Green. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love that movie. So while you're looking yes. that up, let me ask you this. I don't know if we asked last, last uh, show, but do you think cameras should be allowed in all court? court uh hearings that are that are like pertinent to like everybody like rittenhouse oj like like big time ones do you think that it should be 
um, allowed, or do you think it? I think do you think so. it helped, or do you think it was a step back? I think it helps because of what you said. You can't, especially nowadays, you can't trust the media, right? So if you can actually see what's going on yourself, like live, then you can form your own opinion. You know? Yeah, I think so too. I'm right there with you. I just, it just bugs me though that like, um, even, I guess it also scares me too, because of, of how many people. And oh, sorry, it's not zombie tsunami. It's zombie tidal wave. <sighs> Fail. I would have watched the wrong one. Oh wait, maybe this is a different movie. No, you're telling me there's both. <laughs> I'm I'm wondering now. Where's the cast at? I'm on IMDb. Where's the cast? Scroll down a little bit. Oh, cast. Yep, it's zombie tidal wave. That's the one. And you can watch it on BravoTV.com. All right, I'll I'll look for it. Let me see um, if it'll just let me watch it. I don't know why it's on Bravo TV when it's a like literally it says sci-fi in the corner of the entire movie. Hmm. It's like we will pay you money to watch this movie, dude. We should do that. Get paid to watch movies. Yeah, and like just be, be like the critics. new Siskel and Ebert. Yeah. The are they both dead yet, or is well, this just the one? Yeah, they both they're both gone. They are. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Two thumbs down, brother. Two thumbs down. But the thing is, like, dude, I'm so biased. I'd be like, this movie sucks. Like, it's so dumb. Thumbs down. But I don't look at everything like, what would other people like to? Would they like it? Zombie tidal wave, though, not tsunami. So what I was saying is, is what I think what scares me the most about the whole thing is you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. And how many people already jumped to guilty without even hearing the trial seeing the trial doing all that stuff makes me worry well the media yeah but the thing is and all these uh high profile people coming out and condemning someone before anything's ever happened but at the same time in today's world social media regular media 24-hour news 24-hour news used to not be around at one point um heck at one point it was only newspapers. That's how you got your news. And so it took time for you to actually see what was going on. And how many people have their minds made up so quickly? These are our jurors, the normal people. So all this stuff comes out day one. Everyone heard of the George Floyd case. Everyone heard of, you know, the Jacob Blake thing and then Rittenhouse. They heard of all this stuff because it, it hits the news so quick they're already, their mind's already made up. It's you, you'll barely have a case where you don't know anything about it ahead of time, unless it's something super, super small, local, doesn't really affect a whole lot of people. So that's what worries me is just seeing how many people are so tainted. I'm like, man, these are our everyday people who are one day probably going to get called to be a juror. Do I want those people, my life to be in those people's hands? And I know they weed them out. They do those jury pools and asking questions and stuff like that, but you could easily lie on that. You know, it, whenever you're going to do something shady, just go to the train station. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I re- I actually saw a, uh, a meme with that and it said, uh, um, what was it? It was like, I think it showed, uh, Kevin Costner and they had, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, dressed up like a little cowboy. And so, all right, Kyle, time to take Brandon down to the train station. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like giddy up 
um but yeah i mean it just it, it worries me though dude like um i mean cameras are good i think in every aspect they keep i think everything accountable uh everything from just like why does everyone want police officers to wear body cameras that's right where i'm going with it right yep yeah it holds everyone accountable oh those could be uh um edited and stuff well so could reports but yeah. it's a lot easier to fib a report than it is a video so um if things are seen as they are you can't really you know it's like that whole gauge uh Grosskreutz thing where he said that you know yeah i shot him when he pointed the gun at me if we didn't hear that testimony i don't think we would have ever heard that and he would have been found innocent and everyone would have been like he shot the guy he wasn't even pointing the gun it's, i'm like they would never heard that just like cnn they they talked about uh, what's his name daryl brooks is that his name yes Derek brooks yeah daryl Some- daryl the the guy who ran through the christmas parade with his car um like you can look at cnn's article on it and they don't mention the fact that he um sex trafficked someone from a, a 15 16 year old from california to las vegas and pimped her out they don't they don't say that he did that they just say he has uh prior um things that he skipped bail for or something like that. Cause he's got, he, he's, he skipped bail like six times or something like that. And, um, they don't, they don't say the things that he did. They just say he has prior stuff, you know, in his past, but Fox news goes into it and says, Hey, look, like, look at this video. This, this guy, uh, got convicted of raping a 15, 16 year old, and he actually has a kid with this person. Um, and then on social media, the guy go, I don't, I don't know how he hasn't gotten charged with sex trafficking just from that video. Like he admits, I found her in California. I brought her to Las Vegas and I pimped her out. I haven't seen that video. He, he posted it on his Facebook or Twitter or something like that. Like he's talking about how he got this stupid charge because he didn't know she was 15 or 16. She never said that. So I brought her from California to Las Vegas so that I could pimp her out and blah, blah, blah. Like that is sex trafficking. But let's ban Donald Trump. Yeah. But keep that on there. Let's keep the uh, Taliban Al Qaeda people on there, but and let's I, ban Donald Trump. It makes I no hope sense. they publicize like, put cameras in the in the room for this guy when he does go to trial and i hope i don't i don't know if they have it there but i hope he gets the death penalty yeah that that guy's a piece of garbage like he killed now six people kid just died Mm -hmm. uh i think a five-year-old just died and uh 40 other people injured because he was fleeing the scene of him stabbing someone i think yeah like this was in a park or something like that yeah that that guy does not and oh it makes me so mad the whole the whole uh indigent bail like we have to reduce bail for people that can't afford it and blah 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 no that guy should be in prison at least at the minimum for the rest of his life right and the thing is even cnn said oh a car crashed into a parade that wasn't a car crash they never said anything like they made it sound like it was an accident the whole time. Yeah. 
And then I think Biden came out and said, we're just going to wait and hear all the facts and stuff. I'm all really, it's amazing oh. how that works. Isn't it? Before you come out and just say stuff, you know, why don't we do that with everything from now on? How's that yeah. sound? Yeah. You know, I think you should learn your lesson on that one. His handlers probably said, Hey, don't say anything because you're going to get you, sued here in about a month. Yeah. You know, Rittenhouse can actually sue him. Yeah. Because apparently you can't sue the president when they're a president, but Biden came out and said all those things before he was president about Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> so I guess now Kyle Rittenhouse can actually sue Biden. Yeah. And I'm sure Trump is like, I, I got you some lawyers, dude. Don't worry. We're yeah. going to get you some good ones. Yeah. And it just baffles me, man. It, it, it's it's scary because uh, what is considered good is considered bad. It's considered bad. It's considered good. And it's this woke media saying how, you know, what was it? Reese Witherspoon came out and said, oh, so I guess uh, we could come out and uh, kill black black lives now and, and be found not guilty. And then I, po- I did post them all. Who wants to tell her? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, and then, uh, then they, they weren't black. Yeah. They weren't black. And then, okay. um, you know, then they're all, well, he's there for black lives. And well, well, you know, uh, Rosenbaum, uh, I'm sure from the video I saw was blatantly calling everyone the N word on the video. No one seemed to have a problem with that. And no one ever seemed to have a problem with that prosecutor said either was, oh, he said bad things. Ooh, he said the N word. Ooh. If that was anybody else that downplayed the N word like that, if, good if I was God, if I was on that jury and that prosecutor pointed that gun at me with his finger on the trigger, I would have stood up and said, "Okay, we need to stop right now." Yeah, he even said something like, uh, "What was it? It was he was saying something to the jury about his Twitter account and how he said, uh, "Oh, so your name on there is." four doors more whores or something like that and rittenhouse is like yeah it is he goes and so you played call of duty and you did all this stuff and really downplaying um his uh i guess you would say his trying to make him out to seem like the bad kid because oh he had a different handle for his gamer tag they were like grasping at straws for anything and i'm just glad it turned out the way it did because it was it would have been really really bad Wilson just stood up and started dancing now with the whole blurry background. It's really, really funny. I wish I could get video of this. Oh, I do have this because I'm recording. Yeah. God, you're so stupid. I almost said, dude, don't sit down. Your chair's not there because I couldn't see it. All right. So we're going to be doing some Thanksgiving trivia, I guess. And we have, for the first time ever, she sounds a lot like Morticia, but don't be fooled. It's not Morticia. It's Prudence the Pilgrim. She's with us today, but she's gone tonight. She's just, she's like a phantom. She, as quickly as she's here, she's gone. Cause she hears Mrs. Claus is coming. That's what's up. So Prudence, how are you? Is this your first time on the show? Welcome. Hi. She's nervous folks. It's fine. You know, she was a little mad that her land was stolen and we're celebrating Thanksgiving, but you know, whatever. So we're going to do some Thanksgiving trivia and that's against my people too. You know, my, my, my. The you know, our people pilgrims did not have their land stolen they stole them. <laughs> well some people like to think that they stole my land you're gonna lose this trivia i'm probably gonna yeah probably because you already know the trivia you already you're because you're a cheater oh by the way 
no half points. Yeah, I already spoke to Prudence about that. None of this. Oh, I got halfway right. I think that's on a case by case basis. Negative, sir. Unless it's in my favor. <laughs> All right. So we got some trivia. And I think, uh, you know, Wilson, you want to Rochambeau for who goes first? Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. Let's do this. Okay. Number one. How long did the first Thanksgiving last? Mm. All day, 24 hours. You're wrong. Dang it. You could steal, Wilson. I will say a fortnight. A month? That's two a weeks. Year. Fortnight is two weeks. 14 days. You're wrong. It's three days. And you only said that because of your chair, by the way. So okay. cool. We're, we're still tied. Good job, Wilson. What president declared Thanksgiving as a national holiday? I'll say, I wonder if it was really old. I'll say Lincoln. No. Was that right? Yes. You were, oh, good job, dude. One. one for me. Was the year a uh, bonus question? What? Was the year a bonus question? Sure, it could have been. Oh. The year was 1863. Oh, see, I would have said Lincoln right then there. <laughs> We're right in the middle of Civil War, man. Let's, be, end, but, let's yeah. be thankful. Okay, all right. Who was the first president to officially pardon a turkey? Uh, to actually say the words, I shall pardon you. Um, Man, I want to say Ford. You're wrong. Dang it. Kennedy. Which one? Dang it. Officially, H.W. Bush in 1989. Oh. Yeah, I almost officially. said W, but w. it wouldn't have been right. He was on, uh, Kennedy was, wasn't like officially, he didn't officially pardon the bird. He just said, let's keep this bird going. And there's a picture of him with a 40 pound turkey. So you're well, kind of right, but you were wrong. The funny thing is, we're at least in the same, really close times era of presidents. Mm-hmm. All modern presidents, so. Yeah. So I think I get a half a point for that, right, Wilson? See, case by case says no. That no, that's why why you sound the way you sound because it would have been wrong. I want you keep your half points. Continue, Prudence. <laughs> <laughs> what football team always plays on Thanksgiving? That's not your turn. Yes, it is. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is. I went first last time. Are, are we looking for one football team? Yay. Yes. Okay, Cowboys. What? Yes, it is. <laughs> Cowboys and the Lions always play on Thanksgiving. Yes. The, Lions is the, answer. the Cowboys is the answer, too. Who played the yesterday? Lions? The Cowboys Lions is my answer. And the Lions. And here, I thought it would have been the Redskins. Sorry. The Washington football team. Are you mad? Oh, here it is. Okay. He's mad. He's angry. He is yeah, livid. He's human. Very well. Even though you still whole. got it right because you still said the Lions. But... Oh, so he has two points then? No. <laughs> oh, 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 you're not counting that right? I can. Um, they played the first Thanksgiving game against the Bears in 1934, and ever since then they've been the one team that plays every Thanksgiving. Fine. Okay. But 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 wait, didn't the Cowboys just play the uh, Raiders yesterday? Were they the only team that played? No, no, like every year. The Cowboys always play, and the Lions always play. They don't always play each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't, okay, I don't watch I'll foosball. Take a loss on that one. I don't you watch the right. foosball. Okay, you're gonna be a man and take the. So Wilson still has one point. Okay, you're not gonna give it to him. He doesn't want it. He's being a man this game, not complaining at all, just taking it like okay. a man. Yeah. <laughs> How many cranberries are needed to make one can of cranberry sauce? Oh, are you talking about that stuff that looks like a like jelly? Like when you, oh, yeah. it's shaped like the can? Yes, the sauce that comes in a can. Oh my God. I didn't know there was actual cranberries in there. Um, Somewhere. I want to say, let me see, 75. You are wrong. Of course. I'll say 100. Oh, you're wrong too. Yes. It is around 200. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, see. Mm-hmm. So this is Ocean Spray produces almost 80 million cans per year. And 85% of it sells at Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> and none of it is consumed. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Do you really? Mm-hmm. So sauce? you're you're the one. She, here yeah. she is, folks. Of yep. course, Prudence would like cranberry sauce. The 80 here. million cans. They're all yeah. mine. All right, number six. Which holiday song was originally written as a Thanksgiving song? Which holiday song was... This is you, Wilson. Holidays, you mean like Christmas song? Was originally written as a Thanksgiving? Yeah. 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 Hmm. I was going to like some Adam Sandler song. <laughs> <laughs> um, all the holiday songs I can think of say like Christmas in them. I know. I was thinking the same thing. Like, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Wouldn't make any sense. I'm, Hark the Prudence Angels Sing. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of anything. You're up, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> How dumb would it be if it was Jingle Bells, huh? It wouldn't make any sense. Um, man, I'm right there with you. It, she's laughing. I think she's like... Yeah, it's going to be something that's obvious that I'm not thinking of. I know. Um, oh, man, I almost said like Grandma got ran over by a reindeer, but she got ran over by a turkey. I'm sticking with that one. Maybe it was a turkey that ran her over. What is it? I'm laughing because you said the answer. What? Uh-huh. It's Jingle Bells. What? Mm-hmm. It was written in 1857 for uh, the choir to perform at Thanksgiving. That makes zero sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it doesn't mention Christmas anywhere in there. If you listen to it. Jingle Bells. One horse opens sleigh. Hey. Dashing through the snow. That, I guess. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Whatever. I don't even want to have a point for that. That's dumb. Good question, Prudence. I do feel smarter now. I do feel smarter now, though. Good. You're learning things. Number seven. Butterball created the turkey talk line in 1981. On average, how many calls are answered in a year? And if you know the 1-800 number. I'll say... No, he just had the... Oh, yeah, it is your turn. You stole that one. You're trying to cheat. That's why you should just, you know... Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, man. Uh, average calls with a turkey hotline, which I imagine that's gone down since the internet because you can just Google your answer because I've had to, I had to look some stuff up yesterday. Uh, I want to say 25,000 calls. You're wrong. I'm going to say... 285,000. It's a good number. 
You're also wrong. It's 100,000 calls a year on average. And then the, the phone number, 1-800-TURKEY-LINE. 1-800-BUTTERBALL. Oh, I thought you knew the answer. <laughs> I was all popcorn. <laughs> we called that, right? It's still around. Popcorn? Yeah, I think we called it on the show one time. All right, man. I'm I'm having gotten zero right. Well, right. one I got right. Didn't even know it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wilson's you next. All right, number eight. According to a 2019 survey by the Harris Poll, what is the most disliked Thanksgiving staple? Green bean casserole. Negative. I'm gonna go with cranberry sauce. You are correct. Ooh, tied yeah. game. Said 29% of people polled did not like cranberry sauce. So you make fun of me for loving green bean casserole. That's number two on the list. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, see, I actually like and green I bean casserole. And I hate cranberry sauce. Right I would have said you. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like it's... you, Wilson. Number two is green bean casserole, 24%. Sweet potato casserole is number three, also at 24%. And pumpkin pie is at 21%. Who are these people? They're ungodly. Pumpkin pie is amazing. Eh, it's all right. But hey, you got a point. My daughter came home from her boyfriend's uh, Thanksgiving last night. She goes, I had apple pie for the first time. And then I'm like, you've never had apple pie? And then apparently she never had. So she's not American. Are you, are you ready to resume now? Yeah. yeah. It's your turn, right? too complicated. Now you've got to keep track of things. See, I, ha- I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Prudence, I'll talk to him. He gets all flat. He still he misses Morticia. Rumor has it. So I'm trying to break him of this habit and just have him being in the moment. He's all, he's in that Twitter pated stage still with you. So it ends tonight though, my friend. So just whatever. (laughs) Okay. Number nine. This is a good one. Which president received a raccoon as a Thanksgiving present? Should, it should be Biden, but I want to say it might've been George W. Bush. No. Dang it. Teddy. Roosevelt? No, he got a bear. Are you going to put jingle bells in the background of this on a loop? Yeah. Should I? Should I? Ran out all my kids screaming and my dogs barking. And oh, I'm, 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 I might I might do something like that. Kind of kind of do it for the Halloween episode. Oh, you you weren't there for that. I put music in the background for the Halloween episode <laughs> to, to cover it. <laughs> I get confused sometimes who's there and who's not. Look at that. That was smooth. Wilson literally put his hand back and money flew through the room. <laughs> I don't know whose turn it is. Oh, no. You got a, both got it wrong. The answer is Calvin Coolidge in 1926. What a cool name, huh? It was it was given to him. I think you're next, Wilson. Anyway, it was intended as dinner. So this raccoon was given as a, a dinner offering but they Wilson, named have, it have, have you ever had raccoon no but there's some good recipes out there <laughs> i've never looked they named her rebecca hmm they named the raccoon rebecca rebecca the raccoon it's like right, a cartoon number... maybe it was was the rabbit named jessica <laughs> rabbit would have made more sense for dinner who gives somebody a raccoon here you go Here's your greasy trash panda. Well, it was it was probably Biden. He was alive during then, and he probably gave him the raccoon because he thought it was a deer. <laughs> Here, I got you a salmon. 
Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right. Number 10. What Thanksgiving staple has remained virtually unchanged for over two? Mm. Unchanged as far as the, what do you mean by unchanged? Like where it's, where it's, it's a at? staple. It's always used. Oh, always used. Okay. What? Made? Oh, okay. Mm. I'll say stuffing. That was what I was going to go with, too. You're wrong. Well, since I didn't go. <laughs> um, Glad I didn't say that. Uh, mashed potatoes? Well, no, I can't be it. Oh, I already said it. Mashed potatoes. You're also wrong. It's pumpkin it... pie. Oh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> they, they, it used, they used to call it pumpkin pudding. And it Ooh. appeared in the first American published cookbook called American Cookery in 1796. And since then, the recipes remained essentially the same. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I dig it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I thought well, I went down a rabbit hole there. You can read that cookbook online. Somebody scanned it in. One of the libraries scanned it in, and you can go through and read her recipes. But they're super vague. Like, they'll give you the ingredients, but then they don't tell you how long to cook it and how hot to cook it. Hmm. Yeah, I've seen some like old recipes like that. Know. Yeah. Cook it until a steam. It, it, you see flames, it's too much. <laughs> right. You've gone too far. That's like me last night. I was, I was putting some bacon in the oven because I was trying to caramelize some brown sugar on it. And um, I left the room for a second. I'm like, oh, my alarm went off. I need to go check it. And all of a sudden, my smoke alarm went off. I'm like, dinner's ready. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number 12. What tribe was at the first Thanksgiving? No, I didn't. That was number 11. I did. Okay, number 11. <laughs> They're numbered wrong. So maybe I only have 19 questions. No, 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 hmm. no. What tribe was at the first Thanksgiving? Cherokee, just because that's my people. Negative. They were, you just don't know it. They were not. They were. You know, they're indigenous people. They were here before you were. Mort I mean, unless they Morticia, were like dead. Morticia they wannabe. Fought. <laughs> deep. All right, what's Wilson going to say? I, I don't know too many tribes. No, no, um, none, of them, none of the other ones matter except for Cherokee, right? Is there one that starts with a P? Pawnee or something like that? Pawnee, oh. Indiana. Beautiful place. I don't know. Who is it? The Wampanoag. Oh, I knew that. Wampanoag? Yeah, I've heard that. What a dumb name. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's all about the Cherokees, man. All right. Number 13. Whose man. turn is it? Man, you might know this. We each have one point, Wilson. This is pathetic. I know you guys are on fire. <laughs> Ooh. Right. What is a snood? It's fun to say. <laughs> snood. Not the sneed, right? Like, uh, what's that? Seuss. The oh, Lorax? The furry tree hugger. The Lorax? Yes, the Lorax. <laughs> <laughs> snood. It's a snood. It's a selfie when you're nude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I'm gonna. I have no idea. Are you passing? I'm passing. <laughs> yep. A snood. Could, um, is it spelled S N O O D? Yes. I think it's like more like a noodle, and it's like a string <laughs> noodle. Noodle. Like no. spaghetti squash noodle, like a strudel noodle or something. Uh, I'll I'll say it's like a, a Yule log, but for Thanksgiving. That's out there. That's out there. <laughs> no, but are you ready? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It is the loose skin under a Tom's neck. Oh, never knew that. <laughs> or a gobbler, a gobbler's neck. I learned, I learned that a male is that not a waddle? No, that's what it looks like when I walk naked. No, it's a snood. <laughs> talking about the loose skin, not as not as floppy over ball sack. <laughs> I was gonna say Wilson. We all we all have snoods. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Did you know? Oh, oh. <laughs> I also learned. <laughs> I think Yarn Prudence bag? is making stuff up now. Anyway, a female turkey. It's also called a Jenny. So you've got Tom and Jenny. Oh, close to Tom and Jerry. That's, that's kind cool. Of. Is that why Jenny O is turkey? <gasps> Maybe. Mind blown. I just figured that out. But what's the O from? The O face? <laughs> With two turkeys. Oh, hello. The snood is the the piece of flesh that comes off its forehead down its beak that hangs down. What? That's what it says. The fleshy, bumpy skin has a name, the waddle. It's different from the long piece of flesh that grows down from the bird's forehead, which is called a snood, according to previous. Snoods can be short, sticking up like a horn, or long, extending past the nose. So, that's the snood. I don't like those things. They weird me, they weird me out, man. We're, we're killing it. We're killing this game, Wilson. I know. I'm just trying to keep it close so it's not a blow. Oh, you know? I mean, you being a hunter and all, you knew what a snood was. I know. Thanks for that one. You aimed okay. for it. <laughs> I'm gonna snood. Gotta rain the snood. I know it would make more sense if it was around here because at least it would be like you know, a snood like scarf, a, like a neck beard. <laughs> Like a, like a turkey skirt. Okay. <laughs> okay. What decade did Campbell's create the green bean casserole recipe? I made it easy. I didn't ask for a year. I just asked for a this might This might be you, Wilson. Um, An abomination. 35. Nope. I'm going to say 60s. 70s then <laughs> how about the 80s, 80s? <laughs> 90s <laughs> 40s the 50s yeah we were all close <laughs> alright on average how many calories are consumed on Thanksgiving I didn't look any I'm looking at the computer he's looking at this sexy beast uh, I'm gonna say 
2000. Ooh, dang it. I was going to say 2000. I'm going to go 2500, Alex. You're wrong. Yes. <laughs> uh, on average, it is 4500. Holy Moses. I think that might have been what I had last night, though. Is that during the meal or like all day? Just Thanksgiving. Hmm. That was just during my meal was, last night. I was going for meal. I don't have any specifics for you. I, have I was going for meal, too. Thanksgiving. All right. How many women were at the first Thanksgiving? All the ones I could cook. You know what I'm saying, Wilson? Yeah. Well, that's pretty much it. <laughs> the rest of them died. The ones that could do the dishes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, no, that was the slaves they brought over. Their ooh. servants. That's sad. They weren't slaves. They were servants. Um, Pardon me. How many women were at the first Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. How many, like, Puritan women? 50? <laughs> no. I'm going to go with zero. There were four. That we know of. The other ones could have been identifying as something else, right? That's true. Yeah. That's so true. we're both right, Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Four, really? Four, yeah. Only four married women. There were kids, but, you know, they're not women. Oh, okay. I got you. No child brides in the Puritan uh, colonies. All right. The first TV dinner was inspired by Thanksgiving. Who created it? Hungry man. Ooh, I love a hungry man. No. I was, got your kid cuisine, your banquet. Ooh. Um... <laughs> I want a TV dinner. I know my mom probably knows this too. We used to have TV dinners all the time. We had a TV dinner tray. Um, oh, so do we. Oh, yeah. Those things are awesome. This is the era. Um, Stouffer's. No. Dang it. Swanson. You're Swanson. right, but I'm not going to give you that point. Oh. <laughs> so Samsonite. 19... 1953, they had accidentally ordered. 260 tons of turkey. So one of their salesmen was like, hey, you should just put this in, you know, put this with some sides like the airlines serve. So that was the first TV dinner. It was born. And you guys God know what was on the first TV dinner? Turkey, mashed potatoes, and corn. I'm going Green turkey, bean. mashed potatoes, and that weird vegetable mix with the peas and carrots and corn that nobody likes and, and like throws that off like it's some sort of redhead stepchild you were close there's no corn it was peas and carrots but no corn and as far as the redhead stepchild comment i'm sorry sarah and i'm sorry sam <laughs> yeah it was turkey cornbread dressing peas and carrots mashed potatoes and that apple cranberry cake oh i remember though the apple cr- it, it was very tart yes yes indeed. i remember that uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Ta-da! Is Swanson still around? I don't know. You'd have to Google it. Well, I wouldn't Google it. I work in the frozen. I could just... Oh, yep, still there. Oh, okay. You have <laughs> to take inventory. Hungry man, though. They've come out some quality stuff lately. Uh, okay. How many attended the first Thanksgiving celebration? Apparently? Well, if we had four women... <laughs> yeah. You know there's four. Four men. Are we counting the kids? Um, are they people? Yeah. So I heard they're freaky back then, so they could be like Mormons. 
I'm going to go 35. New. Hmm. I'm going to say 25. Still no. So in total, there was um, around 140. Oh, they were really freaky. <laughs> so there was just over 50 colonists. Do you have something to say that you would like to interject? Okay. <laughs> there's just over 50 colonists, so there's 22 men, four women who were married, so I don't know if there was sharing going on there. And uh, they said more than 25 kids and teens. And then there were around 90 Native men who were camping out around their festivities. That's so. what it is. It's those Wampanoag. What were those people? They were the Wampanoag. They were Wampanoagging around, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what was going on. I don't. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. Well, it's 18. I have numbered as 19. So this is the last question. So if I get this, I win. I have one more. I know it's not. And then I've got a bunch of like random she's, facts. She's got a yeah. Who could punch who the hardest right now? Well, I have like random facts that you could. Oh. All right. I'm not going to know this one. But when was the first recorded use of the term Black Friday? Ooh. Oh, I, I, I actually know, I do know this. Why? I do too. It was a stock market crash, wasn't yeah, it? That's, hey, that's my question. I'm not giving you the answer. It, it was clearly the 1824. It was 1824, Wilson. Okay, well, do you have a guess? Or are we just going to pass? It was the Great Depression. I'm guessing so. 30s. What do you got? 20s, but I gotta get the exact date right. 1920. Well, new. <sighs> All right. The first recorded use, September 24th, 1869. What? Yeah. Oh, what? I was yeah. way off. I know. <laughs> so it had nothing to do with the stock market crash. No, it did. There was a stock market back in 1800 something. What? <laughs> I, I didn't know there was stock market was around then. Mind blown. Okay, so Jay Gould and Jim Fisk, who are white, white Wall Street financiers, uh, teamed up to buy as much gold as they could, and you know, hoping that they would drive the cost of the gold up, so that they could then sell it for a profit. Um, but that Friday. September 24th, their whole plan unraveled and it sent the market into a free fall and it said it bankrupted everybody from barons to farmers. Oh, see, I, I wanted always yeah. wanted to be a baron. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And then there's more. There's more Black Friday-esque things going on. So, and then, so in the 50s, Philly police began using the term to describe the chaos that would like devour their city the day after Thanksgiving because of all the tourists that would come in for the army navy army navy game yes the army navy game i guess it's somewhere around there i have no idea i've never been um and then the you know suburban shoppers that would come in and blow the stores up for their you know because it's the start of the holiday christmas shopping season we call that looting um, nowadays kids <laughs> so they so they started you know coining that phrase because um it would also bring in a lot of crime and shoplifters, and they weren't they weren't able to take the day off. They'd have to work, um, 
like extra shifts. Um, it's like New York now. Yeah. 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 Sounds so, a lot like today, actually. Yeah. Um, and the stores were not happy about this, right? Because it caught on. So they had spent the greater part of 30 years trying to turn the phrase in their favor. And then by, by the late 80s, they were finally, finally able to uh, to remarket Black Friday as the what it is today. Like, you know, they spend all year in the red and then oh know, see that's Black why Friday I, to get back in the black yeah so yeah that that's okay so so essentially it stemmed from that and, and that what we know it now as today is what we were thinking wilson that's crazy right, because they they rebranded it basically because they didn't like the negativity that was associated with that phrase like so the black plague it. let's make it fun let's call it coronavirus now <laughs> right <laughs> All right. So here's not number 20, but I have it labeled as number 20. This could be it, Wilson. <laughs> Why is the wishbone called the wishbone? And I don't want a stupid answer because you wish on it, because that's obvious. <laughs> I'm glad she looked at you, Wilson, and not me when she said that. That's awesome. Is it because it's kind of shaped like a W? I'm taking it that's the wrong answer. That's not correct. <laughs> I'm going to say it has to do with something with witchcraft Ooh, wilson going dark where they you know like they shake up the bag of bones and spill them out in the way that they're like dice uh, yeah something like that huh this is right dude and i'm gonna crap myself <laughs> well I, I suppose it depends who's analyzing it what they would call it cause... did you see that did you see what just happened I say I say crap myself and she says depends right after. That's what I'm talking about, kid. That's not, that's not planned. That's good stuff. <laughs> okay. So you're both wrong. Or you're wrong. I don't know if you gave an answer, but oh. oh I, I said it because it's shaped like a W. Because it was a W. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> so the Etruscans who were like uh, an Italian no, civilization, I guess that's what we're calling them, from 900 BC to 27 BC, right? Long, long, long time ago. They believed chickens were oracles and could predict the future. So, uh, <laughs> hold on, oh. there's more, there's more. <laughs> so they would perform a ritual known as electriomancy, 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 that was a hard one, or rooster divination, okay? They draw a circle on the ground and divide it into wedges to represent their al alphabet. Then they scattered food in it, and the scribes would record the letter sequence as the bird ate. Okay, and then the priests would take that and use it to divine the future. Oracles. Oracles, right? So then after they died, the fer Fercula. Fercula? This is a family show. For you can't say that. Fercula. Fercula. Fercula? You're fercula kidding me, aren't you, right now? That's the <laughs> that's the wishbone. That's its actual name. Uh, they would dry it to preserve it, and then um, then they would like set it out in like the town square or somewhere. I don't know, um, so that you could still have access to the oracle's power, right? So okay. they'd go and pick it up and they'd rub it, and then they'd make a wish on it, and then they'd put it back down and <laughs> hope their wish came true because, you know, chickens are oracles. I always knew that. Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? Um, 
And then, you know, the Romans adopted it once they were absorbed by the Romans in the, that was like 27 BC. I think that they said that the Romans finally like absorbed them. But apparently chickens were not in vast supply for the Romans because that's when they started breaking it. So that each person could take a piece of this furcula and have its power. Snood. I don't know. I feel like my answer was pretty good. It was pretty good. Witchcraft, you throw the bones on the ground. She said you leave them out on the, in the square, you know. It sounds a whole lot better than mine looking like a W. It does. <laughs> it's it's 100 times better. And see, and I'm a fair player. I kind of want to give you that point. That's pretty good. <laughs> a total guess, too. Right, yeah. well, you have two points to his one point. So, so it's still a close game. It was. It was. And I have a bunch of random, random tidbits if you'd like those. Stop looking at my tidbits. Excuse me? I could totally edit that to make it sound like, stop looking at my snood. And you don't have to edit it because you just said it. Yeah. It makes it easier. That's why I said it. Oh, yeah. It makes it easier. Uh, anyway, so the first Thanksgiving was actually in late September, in the first week of November in 1621. So it wasn't even when they decided to celebrate it crazy kids definitely not the fourth thursday in november because we got veterans day around that time i don't think veterans day was a thing when they decided that that thanksgiving should be on the fourth thursday just saying they were planning ahead oh yeah let's see um oh ooh, here how about this one how many days did it take the mayflower to cross the atlantic 40 days no, but if you like went to public school, they had like a song about. No, that was the Nina and the Pinta and the Saint Marie. Yeah, I would say around three hundred. Sixty-six. Snood. Um, how many people were aboard the Mayflower when they set sail? How many were on the ship? One fifty. I'm gonna say about forty-five. No. In total, there was 101. And one baby who was born on the trip, and they named him Oceanus. <laughs> his last name, half of his name is Anus. That sucks. So, okay, so out of the 101, how many survived the first winter? I'm going to say about 45. <laughs> say 101. 52. I was 78% <laughs> of the women died. 78% of your women. There's a lot of sharing going on. <laughs> well, they were all on top on the top of the deck washing the dishes when it happened. That's why. <laughs> they weren't down, you know, keep keeping the fire warm. Women, come on. <laughs> all right. Um, what were the only two confirmed food items at this Thanksgiving meal? <clears throat> Um, lobster or some type of shellfish. I know is one. I want to say some sort of gourd, like a pumpkin, pizza, corn. I'd love some pizza. No. So there's only two written accounts 
of this celebration in all of history, right? Only two. Um, one was Edward Winslow. He wrote a letter in December to somebody somewhere. I don't remember. And then William Bradford, he, he wrote a, called like a history of the Plymouth plantation. So in, in these two accounts, the only food that they confirmed were there were fowl and deer. It didn't even like, they weren't even specific on what kind of fowl, just fowl, fowl and deer. Ooh, he doesn't believe me. Probably a chicken or a quail. It's probably a quail or something like that. There, there might've been there. There probably was. They think that there was a lot of shellfish and some even said seal. Others said swan. Could you imagine eating a swan? Stop looking at me, swan. <laughs> Stop looking at me. No, no, no. Confirmed. Confirmed. Who is they? Oh, see, mine came from the Plymouth. Yeah, see, mine came from, like, the actual Plymouth website and from the History Channel website. (laughs) Not from Food 52. Or the Babylon Bee. Right. Yeah. Wampanoag. It's weird. It's probably Wampanoag. But I don't know how it... Camp (laughs) Slap-A-Hoe. So they got a ton of fowl when they went out hunting. Well, they just said fowl. That's what I said. They weren't specific. He just said fowl. Yeah, so they didn't have flour. They didn't have potatoes. Um, I don't think they had sugar either. So nothing that we eat today is, yeah. And and he even says in his letter that he writes that he has no idea um, why they showed up and they didn't really invite them, but they did. So could you imagine he's out there celebrating because they're so happy about this harvest and it, they said that they were, the way that they were celebrating was with military exercises. So I can only assume that they're like shooting guns and they're hunting but then 90 90 of the wampanoag show up in, in your camp and you're <laughs> yeah oh gee i'm sorry they did and the wampanoag said that their their historian or their elder or whatever they call it she said that as the story goes they heard um they heard gunshots and they didn't know what was going on and they had this treaty to protect each other so he the 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 what do they call it the chief he gathered up 90 90 of the men and they went over there to see what the heck was going on and they ended up staying like camping outside of the the colony because they 
you know, there was some mistrust there. So they camped out there for three days just to make sure there wasn't something weird going on. And then eventually they ended up eating together. But Sounds like a Ted Decker novel. I know. <laughs> there was actually um, some lady, She her name is Jane Austen, but not the Jane Austen of Pride and Prejudice. She wrote like a, yeah, she wrote a like fictional romance novel based on the Plymouth Plantation back in like the 1800s. She wrote this whole fictional like, what do they call those? Um, the, you know, they, they're always like, the stay-at-home moms read these because we're all lusty or something. Oh, yeah. Um, not romance novels, but like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They have a, well, they have a name for them. But anyway, she wrote this, right? And they said, in my travels, this is what I've learned. They, they said that um, the notion of the first Thanksgiving was based off of one of her accounts. The, the novel is called... Um... Oh my gosh, I forgot. You'll remember. I, I'll remember when it's not important. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have it written down out there, but I forgot what it's called. Uh, oh, I think it's Standish, Standish of Standish or Standish and Standish. I think it's Standish of Standish. But it's like a like a trashy romance novel. That's what Wilson about, reads. About love in the Plymouth Colony. Yeah. Wilson reads that. He's just lying about Ted Decker novels. Yes, this is awful. Awesome. Um so Cranberries, they said, were not at the um they believe that they weren't a dish at they don't think that cranberries were a main dish or a side dish at this Thanksgiving feast since they didn't have sugar. They couldn't make it sweetness too tart. And if it did show up, it was only like as a garnish. So what do you think that cranberries were initially used for during that time? Like a drink. Like a, some sort of like additive to some... I met, Actually... To take a taste off a of medicine. Uh, well, it was used as medicine so that they would use it for dye and to heal wounds. Okay, my dye was what I was going with, with the drink. Like they, oh, they add yeah, the red to make it look wounds. like a juice. And then, but as far as the, uh, whatever it was called, the, like, you know, I guess aspirin you could get from a tree. It was like a branch yeah. and you could chew it. And it tastes yeah. horrible, so you could cut it with the cranberry. Maybe. Yeah, you should chew on a willow branch if you're out in the woods and you get a headache. Is that what it's from? Pretty sure. They also okay. have a plant. It's called a toothache plant. And if you chew it, it'll numb it. Like, numb your mouth. Anyway. I always wonder how you well, can distinguish that from, like, the wrong tree, you know? You would just have to know. You see me out in my back of my yard biting a tree. Like, what are you doing? Well, I have a toothache, girl. Because you're biting a tree. Looking for cats. <laughs> Found them. Thanks a lot, by the way, Tommy. Right. Dude, not me. Kara says thank you. Not me. Not cool. Leave you with this one last little fun tidbit, okay? Do it. So, Thanksgiving originally was not a day of feasting. It was a day of fasting and prayer. And in 1623, they recorded this Thanksgiving that they had, but it was in July. Hmm. 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 
Yeah. It's all messed up. So they up. celebrated Thanksgiving as fasting and prayer in July. It's all made up. Yeah, it's weird. And we Americanized it. <laughs> America. Yeah. All right. So thank you, Prudence. We're, we're going to put you back in the attic, too, with Morticia. And I think mm-hmm. Mrs. Claus is flying in next week, right, Wilson? Yes. Yeah. So she'll be back. And then she'll stick around for another month. Then we, I think, beginning of the year, I think we start getting Patriotic Patricia back. Yeah. That's a, I mean, she's here oh, no. for the longest. No. Every Sorry. Year. Esther Bunny. I forgot. Oh, Esther, Esther first. Yeah. Esther Bunny. Yeah. So, all right. So that was fun. Um, we want to thank MSR Arms for putting this thing together. Um, make sure you use offer code WTH5 at checkout for your 5% off your entire purchase, and that's at um, msrarms.com. Check out Thin Line Brewing at thinlinebrewing.com. Go to their website, get yourself some to-go beards and some swag, some good stuff. Um, you can hear us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon, Google Play, pretty much anywhere where your podcasts are being played. We are there. And leave a little review for us in five stars wherever you're at. That'd, that'd help us out a lot. Um, socialist media, we're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Untapped. Untapped is where Wilson puts all those beautiful pictures of his beers, and every single beer we've ever done is on there. Uh, so if you, we're gonna have a big beer episode coming up too. So. Four episodes from now, it's gonna be yep. basically it's gonna be beer central. So yeah, it'll be very boring for me. Um, <laughs> You could contact us by phone or text at 916-259-3030 or at the real WTHO at gmail.com. That's all I got, brother. That's it. All right. Bye. Bye. Later, dudes. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I will see you there or I will see you on another time. I'll be back. Rose, where we're going, we don't need Rose. You got it, Jobin. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Latest on the men, Jay. Thank you, everybody. They're fine. Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Let's go, Brandon. Stop it. LGB, brother. Yeah. <laughs>